welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and we go goalie heavy in this week's episode as we have a pair of netminders for guests. We also talk to a second-year BCHL forward who is earning mentions from NHL Central Scouting. We start off today, though, with live action you may be able to catch if you act fast, as there is college hockey live from, believe it or not, Belfast, Northern Ireland. It's the fourth annual Friendship Four hosted by the Belfast Giants, and TSN4 has coverage of the Yale versus Union game. Following that, at 11 a.m. Pacific, is Boston University taking on UConn, and you can catch it online at tsn.ca or on the mobile app TSN Go. In all, 18 BCHL alums are taking part in this once-in-a-lifetime college hockey opportunity, including NHL draft picks Dante Fabro and Cale Howarth. Onward now, and we get into the podcast with a guest from the Vernon Vipers. Alex Swetlikov is in his second BCHL season, and Vipers play-by-play man Graham Turnbull, the reigning BCHL broadcaster of the year, tracked him down for a chat. Swetlikov is committed to NCAA powerhouse Denver and is hoping to hear his name called as well at the 2019 NHL entry draft. The conversation began by taking us back to Swetlikov's minor hockey days in Kelowna. Uh, yeah, I think just every year um, I wanted to get better and I just developed going through the minor hockey program. You know, back then it was just more about having fun and just, you know, hanging out with your teammates and the social aspect. Um, not until... Um, you know, the past couple of years, I really realized I could do something with hockey. So I think just everyone with the uh, association helped me out and just helped me to where I've become today. Were you, did you play with anybody in, in Kelowna minor hockey that you've run into? That's the kind of neat thing about junior. You get an opportunity to sort of, you know, play with some people while they're playing minor hockey and, and actually run into them again five, six years later. Um, yeah, I played with um, guys who are in the Western League. Um, Eli Zumak, Jackson Vanalise, Kelty Jerleon, some big names like that, but no one in the BCHL, I don't think. So, yeah. You, uh, you went to Yale shortly after that, and what sort of drew you to the, the prep school route? Obviously, the fact that you can get an education at the same time and, and play at an extremely high level of hockey. Uh, what drew you to, to go that route, choose Yale, and what was that experience like for you? It was really good. I loved the experience. Um, you know, the CSHL is a very competitive league. Um, you know, many highly um, um, competitive players are going to that league. And, um, you know, just the mix of schooling and hockey was great. Um, you know, I felt I developed a lot there. And, um, you know, I de- um, within, within the two years there, I developed a lot. And, um, you know, not only the hockey, but the school part was amazing. Just going to school there and, um, you know, making friends with, um, you know, non-athletes, and, you know, that was amazing. Did it teach you how to manage your time? Obviously, with the, the route you've choose, chosen going junior A, to, to play hockey and get an education, you do that there, you do that here, and then hopefully, you know, further down the line at college, you're doing the same thing. So how, how would something like that help you manage your time in terms of getting keeping up with your education as well as performing on the ice? Yeah, I think it, it mimics um, the BCHL and the college route, you know, balancing your time with school and hockey. So I think that's going to prepare me down the road. What made you want to play in the BCHL? Obviously, coming from Kelowna, so there's the Warriors just not too far down the road. But, I mean, it's, it's sort of a tough crossroads that a lot of players have to go through. The decision to, you know, not take the major junior route and play junior A uh, with the goal of, of getting an ed- education. What, what went through your, your mind and in your family's mind and, and ended up making the decision to come here? 
Yeah, once I decided to go to college, um, it was, the next step was easy um, to go to the BCHL. Um, you know, Vernon, I'm familiar with them. They're just down the road. And, you know, I always knew that they're a good team. They have a good reputation and a good coaching staff. And, uh, you know, they develop players for the next level. You're in your second year here with the Vipers. And, you know, first year uh, you got an opportunity, and that's sort of a tough thing of being a 16-year-old and getting involved. But you, you played some big minutes, and, and you really seemed like you, you grew and developed as a player. This year you've already surpassed your offensive total. So what would you say you're, you, you've learned the most and, and be able to, to grow from in terms of being a player, not just a guy who can put the puck in the net, but be an all-around 200-foot hockey player? Um, yeah, my first year I think, um, you know, I was just – how to get comfortable with the league and um, you know this year I feel really comfortable and um, I've just learned to do things you know not things that don't show up on the score sheet whether it's winning defensive zone face off or you know just getting the puck out finishing your check just things that don't show up and I think it's consistency playing you know coming every night to play and just doing other things that don't always um, you know result in the score sheet. <laughs> How do you, uh, who do you look to sort of as a, I mean, you came in last year to a pretty veteran-laden group. There weren't very many rookies on the team from start to finish. Lots of great leadership. Uh, what did you sort of learn from, from those guys in, in how to, you know, be a junior hockey player and, and how every game is extremely important? There's no throwaways in this level. Yeah, there's lots of guys to look up to. I think um, our captain, Jigger Williamson, is one guy in particular. You know, he does lots of things um, for us. Um, you know, offensively, he puts the puck in the net, but, you know, he does lots of things that don't score up on the score sheet, score sheet um, you know, whether it's blocking a shot or, you know, winning a D-zone draw. So, you know, he's someone I've looked up to and tried to, you know, mimic my game after a bit. Now, in terms of education, I mean, that's the, the big thing when you, you play at this level. Have you given any thought to, you know, a potential career or uh, an avenue of schooling that, that interests you that you would like to take when when you get there obviously the first goal is to become a I'm sure a professional hockey player but you know to have that education background to fall back on uh, is there anything that sort of draws you or anything specific yeah the main goal is hockey obviously but if that doesn't work out um, you know I like to do something in business and you know something so alongside hockey Finally, let's talk about uh, the big honor. Your name's now, uh, for the second consecutive time, been on the watch list for the NHL Central Scouting. Uh, there are a few things that probably go into that. Obviously, excitement to uh, be involved on that, specifically with the entry draft coming up not too long from now. But, I mean, how important is it for, for you and, and your support group, your family, your advisors and whatnot to, you know, be excited about that but, but also keep you focused on, on the day-to-day -to, -day to, to continue moving forward? Yeah, it's a huge honor. It's, um, you know, very exciting. It's an exciting year, but, um, you know, it's nice to be recognized on that list, but, um, you know, it's not the end all. Um, you know, there's many other good players on that list, and, um, you know, I'm just trying to do things to, you know, get better and just help our team win. What does it mean as a, as a whole to, to be on that list? I mean, did you ever expect when you started, you know, back at the beginning of this conversation in minor hockey in Kelowna that your name would be on, on a list where NHL teams are, are keeping tabs on you and, and, and tracking your progress to, to see if it's, it's a fit in June? No, back then, you know, I didn't expect to be on this. Um, I wasn't too worried about that. But, um, you know, now it's, it's a huge honor. And, you know, it's very surreal. A big thanks to Graham Turnbull for getting us that interview with Vernon Vipers forward Alex Swetlikoff. Taking a look now at the BCHL Player of the Week, and we go between the pipes where Alberni Valley netminder John Hawthorne stood tall in a busy week for the Bulldogs. The native of Shimanus, BC, faced 111 shots in three games and posted a sparkling 946 save percentage. He earned two game stars last week and currently sits fifth in the BCHL in minutes played and third in save percentage. 
With the recent heavy workload, Hawthorne says it's always nice to have a bit less rubber coming his way, but he was happy to be there for his teammates when they needed him. Uh, you know what? I mean, I think you never want to see more shots, right? I mean, it just makes your job tougher. But at the same time, it's it's part of the job, and I think I'm, I'm relatively used to it. You know, I, I, I played in midget hockey for a program where I saw lots of shots, and, and you know, there were a couple nights last year where I had to see quite a few as well. So I, I think, you know what, you just kind of get used to it, and uh, it's not something you really want. But, um, you know what, you just kind of deal with it and do your best to stop as many as you can. Part of your weekend was, uh, I think, a 40-save performance against the Chilliwack Chiefs who came into your building. The number one team in the league, you guys come away with a win, and you were a big part of it. Um, how big of a, a highlight on the on the season calendar was that one for you so far? Well, it's big. I mean, they're, they're really skilled, right? And, and, and we knew going in, uh, you know, that we were going to have to – we were, we were going to have to work really hard uh, because they, they can create offense so quickly out of sort of nothing. Uh, and so I thought we did a pretty good job of that. Uh, you know, also the, the last time we played them, I think they put up seven on us. Uh, and it was sort of the same thing, right? Like they just, they, they you know, they would create they would create plays out of, out of stuff that sort of looked harmless. And so we knew that we had to be good. And I thought we were. And, and you know what? Yeah, it was a big win for us. So, you know, uh, I guess a highlight of the season so far. Um, going back to the start of the season, uh, you got a couple of wins. Your first two results of the year were, were a couple of wins where you played quite well and put up good numbers. Uh, and then there was a few losses that followed that in a row. So it was a bit of a streaky start to the season. Um, do you, looking back to it now, do you, ha- do you have kind of an idea as to why things were a little streaky at the start of the year for you? Uh, well, I think as a group generally, like we – at the start of the year, we were really struggling to score goals, and so I think it kind of wore on everyone pretty quick. Um, like, so the first weekend we, we came out of the gate, we won two games, we played really well, and we thought that we were playing well after that as well. You know, like we were always in games, we were never getting blown out, um, but we couldn't really score. And you know, our goalies, you know, myself and goal, we weren't making you know, the couple saves that we needed to. And so that was sort of the difference. I don't know that there was anything big. I think that, you know, what the process was, was, was pretty good, right? I think we played pretty well as a team. We just, uh, we just didn't have that next sort of gear offensively. And we didn't find a way to make a, a, an extra save or two. I think and that's, that's really the difference. I think. We're talking with John Hawthorne. He's the BCHL Player of the Week this week. Uh, your last five games, I think you faced 35-plus shots in just about all of them, and you posted a good save percentage in each of those five games. Uh, do you find yourself in a good rhythm right now? Is that the explanation, or is there some technical things that you've kind of brought into the fold that are that are paying dividends? No, I don't think it's anything super technical. Um, I think at this point in the season, you're, you're really not making many adjustments. You know, obviously you're going to look at game film and say, okay, hey, you know, I got beat here and here. But I think for the most part, uh, if you're going to – at this point in the season, anytime you go on a, on a hot or a cold streak, it, it probably just has to do with, with the mental side, how you're feeling, if you're dialed in, and, and probably not too much. Um, technically, but you know what? So right now, yeah, I feel pretty good. You know, I'm seeing the puck pretty well, and and to the the guys have played really well in front of me. Like we're we're competing really hard as a team right now, and you know what? That makes that makes my life a lot easier, right? So um, we just got to kind of continue that and have a good weekend. 
Uh, I think to the layperson, someone like myself, looking at goalies, you kind of just tend to look at the save percentage or the goals against average and judge whether you know you played well or not. And that, oftentimes, especially with goaltending, doesn't tell the whole story. So, I mean, what do you look for, um, or what is it that maybe stands out to you that lets you know you you played a good game uh, that maybe wouldn't show up on the score sheet? You know what, I think it's just sort of how you feel. Like, there's making saves and there's making clean saves, right? Like, you know, some games you might you might make 35 saves and you had a pretty good game, everyone's happy, but you know, like, the puck just sort of hit you, right? It just kind of happened. But when you're playing well, you know, you're directing pucks, everything's clean, uh, you know, you're seeing the puck a little bit better, nothing's really dangerous because you're controlling rebounds well. So I think that's kind of when you know that, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I feel pretty good here. Um, and, you know, the puck's not just hitting you. Uh, the team doesn't have to bail you out a ton, so I think you just kind of feel a little bit more control there. What's something that uh, you, that uh, is maybe sort of a small goalie technique, like uh, I don't know whether it's playing the puck or maybe it's tracking the puck around screens that uh, you kind of take some some small satisfaction in that uh, maybe wouldn't catch the eye of the normal observer. Uh, I don't. I think maybe. It was something I was actually talking to an opposing goalie coach about on the weekend is just having having different stances and being smart about when you use them, uh, which is something that is you, people never talk about um, because goalies are sort of just expected, I think, to kind of figure it out. You know, well, oh, hey, if the puck is close, you know, you kind of get it lower in a crouch. But if you think about it, you know, puck is farther out, you know, think about what you're doing and have a stance that's going to help you from that distance. If the puck's, you know, a little bit closer in, have a stance that's going to help you from that distance. And I think if you think about it and you know, you can kind of change some things and think about what you actually need to be doing and need to be prepared for from that distance. Like if it's, you know, whether the threat is a point shot or a cross ice pass or whatever, you can, you can, you can, if you think about it, you can change what you're doing and, and you can help yourself out a lot that way. And it's not something that ever gets talked about. John Hawthorne's our guest. Uh, John, what's your read on the weekend ahead and, uh, you know, who's the opposition and what do you need to key on there? Uh, we just we we just play Friday this weekend. Uh, we have Victoria coming in, and so you know what? They're super super skilled. Uh, their their top six is probably as good or better than anyone in the league. Everyone knows who Alex Newhook is, uh, and and you know what? It doesn't stop there. So they they they're very skilled, but I think you know what? They they're not necessarily a team that loves to be played physical against like if if you if you hammer the body if you get pucks behind the d they will go away um and so i think that that's something that we're really gonna have to key on and uh you know just play a very very tough game and be really hard to play against that's alberni valley bulldogs goalie john hawthorne this week's bchl player of the week time to take a quick break now but we'll be back with our final guest after this at Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new sandwiches made with the legendary Montreal Steak Spice. Okay, make it like a pop star. Here we go. Montreal Steak Spice, so legendary Montreal Spice. Yes, Subway, give me some of 100% Canadian steak with Montreal Spice. Subway, make it what you want. For a limited time at participating restaurants. This is Pat LaFontaine. You're listening to the BCHL Podcast.
to the show. In our final interview segment now, and we stay in net, but we go to the alumni ranks and down south to the University of Alabama Huntsville. Chilliwack Chiefs product Mark Sinclair earned conference recognition this week as the Western Collegiate Hockey Association's Goalie of the Week. Sinclair is seeing the bulk of the net mining duties for the Chargers and backstopped his team last week to their first win of the season against conference foe Alaska. Sinclair tells Jesse Adams and it was a relief to get a good result after a bit of a slow start to the campaign for the program. Uh, it's definitely a big win for sure. Um, you know, we would have liked to have gotten two, but uh, it's definitely big for our team and hopefully we can build on it uh, coming back from this, this off week here. Uh, you yourself, you, you played in one of the games. You made 44 saves um, in the 3-1 win. You were named WCHA Goalie of the Week. Um, what does it mean to you to to be honored for your strong play this weekend? Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool for sure, but, uh, you know, it was also my first college win, so uh, getting my first win was pretty big and pretty exciting, so... Uh, that was nice, and then I guess the goal of the week was just kind of a little extra, I guess. So, um, you know, it, it was great. It was, it was definitely nice to get my first one for sure. Uh, your team hasn't had a lot of uh, success this year, but you yourself, you you have some pretty solid numbers. You have a 9-3-1 save percentage, uh, 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 goals against average under 2.5. Uh, how have you yourself been able to stay focused on your game this year? So for people that don't, that don't don't know, you're at Alabama Huntsville. The, that's not a traditional hockey market. Uh, what's the reaction to the team like uh, around town and, and to hockey in general? Um, it's a little uh, a little better than I expected. Um, we get a decent crowd, and then we have the uh, the SPHL team out here as well. We play out of the same arena. They pretty much sell out every game. Um, so, I mean, there people around Huntsville know quite a bit about hockey, and you wouldn't really expect it. Uh, you'll get a few comments here or there saying, uh, wow, we didn't know you guys had hockey down there, something like that. But uh, people around town actually uh, know hockey pretty well, and I think being close, fairly close to Nashville, it kind of helps as well. Uh, so when you were going through the recruiting process, what was it about the school and the program that made you decide to go there? Um, it seemed like a, a program um, when I first started talking to them and uh, talking to the coaches and stuff. There were uh, when they had a few recruits coming in and they were talking about how the, the, they were trying to turn around the program and uh, they were making good strides towards uh, towards that goal and. Uh, so I'm going to bring it back to the BCHL for a little bit here. You're, you yourself, you're from Hamilton, Ontario. Um, how did you end up making the decision to come out to the BCHL?
went to BC. I knew it was a, it was a good league. And then um, I just got a phone call one day from uh, Jason Paternick, who was the coach of Chilliwack at the time. And uh, he said he was looking to make a deal to get me with the Chilliwack. And that was all right for me. I said, yeah, definitely, that sounds good. I didn't really know much about Chilliwack or anything, but, um, you know, when I got there, I was, it was an awesome experience. And uh, I loved it there for sure. Uh, so, in your time in Chilliwack, you were part of a, a pretty epic uh, seven-game league finals. Uh, you guys ended up, unfortunately for you, losing one nothing in overtime. Um, do you does, do you still think about that game, and does it does it still uh, uh, come up in your mind a little bit, even to this day? Uh, yeah, quite a bit actually. Um, no, it was an awesome series, and uh, Penn Pickner was a very good team, and we had. A, Is that, excuse me, is that something that you can use as kind of motivation uh, as you, you advance in your hockey career, or do you kind of put that behind you and just focus on what's up next? Um, I, I think, actually, uh, you can use it for sure. Um, I don't know about motivation, because it's, uh, it's kind of over with now, but, I mean, the experience, for sure, going through a long playoff run like that, um, and then long series, but I think we were in like three overtime games in that series too, so um, you know, that, that kind of experience can definitely help a, a player out for sure. Uh, and finally, you guys have some time off before your next game. I, I don't think you play until December 1st due to the Thanksgiving holiday uh, in the States. Um, do you have any plans uh, for your downtime and m- maybe some Thanksgiving plans, even though uh, you're Canadian and it's a, an American holiday? Uh, I'm in a car with four other Canadians here. We're just heading home. Uh, we're all pretty much from the same area, so we're uh, we're heading home for a couple of days and go see our families, take a little break, and then uh, try to get back to work next week and get ready for uh, for a couple games. That was former Chilliwack Chiefs goalie Mark Sinclair speaking to Jesse Adamson this week from the University of Alabama Huntsville. And that's going to do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest, check bchl.ca and follow the league's social media channels on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoBCHL. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.